Hi guys, welcome back to the Level Up Mindset podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the reasons why we self-sabotage, even when we don't know we're doing it. Now, in order to understand this, I think it's important to know the root cause of self-sabotage, and that is usually down to self-limiting beliefs. Now, self-limiting beliefs are deep-rooted core beliefs that we have about ourselves that's created by our subconscious minds, which inhibit us in our daily lives. Another way of looking at it is that your subconscious mind creates a self-image of you. Self-image not just visually, but emotionally and internally, as in it's it makes up who you are. It creates this image and this version of who you are. And within that, there are beliefs in there that you will have about yourself, which again are created by the, the subconscious mind. And some of those beliefs will be really good. Um, For example, if you have a deep-rooted belief that you are a morning person, then you will find it easier to get up in the morning. But then there are also other beliefs in there which stop us from getting what we want. And they are self-limiting beliefs. Just as the title explains or the name suggests, it limits you in what you can do. And the reason it does this is because your subconscious mind created this image of yourself and created this version of you and has all these notes you could say of the type of person you are, which then dictates how you react, the choices you make, what you like, what you don't, what you fear, what you don't. If you've ever heard of the comfort zone, people coming out of their comfort zone, change happening outside of the comfort zone, This comfort zone is essentially a behavioural space which is based on your self-image. In other words, whatever you believe about yourself or whatever your self-image is, is going to dictate the actions that you take and they're all going to be within this comfort zone. That's why people are always afraid to come out of it. We always say that people don't like to step out of their comfort zone. And there is a very good reason for that. So your subconscious mind has created this image of yourself to protect you. It uses the self-image it's created of you to dictate your actions. So if you can imagine, your subconscious mind essentially has a guidebook of who you are. And everything you do is going to match up with what's on this guidebook. Or you could call it a rule book. The subconscious is wanting you to follow the rules and stick to who it has decided that you are as a person. So that's why within this comfort zone it creates, anything that you do in there will always reflect your inner self-image. This image that the subconscious has created of you. That's why anytime you try to come out of your comfort zone and do something that doesn't reflect your self-image, you will feel fear and the subconscious doesn't like it. It doesn't want you to feel disappointment or upset and it has this set of rules of who you are and it tries to make you stick to that as much as possible. It's doing it to protect you so it's kind of a good thing but the problem is that this subconscious image of you was created when you were very young. It was created based on experiences you had as a child. And then use these experiences that either made you happy or sad, good or bad, and created this image of who you are. The problem with that is that you are not the same person that you were when you were younger, which means that this image that has been created for you, of you, is no longer valid. The things that worked for you back then 
may no longer work for you now. And that's where self-sabotage comes in, is that no matter what you try to do now, if it's different from who you are or who you've always been and who you were at that young age that the subconscious has created this image of, then you're always going to self-sabotage and you're always going to revert back into this comfort zone. It's always going to feel natural to want to do so. That's why people don't like change. They don't like it because it feels uncomfortable. And the only reason it actually feels uncomfortable is because your subconscious is trying to protect you. It's saying, no, stay in this nice, comfortable, safe place. Don't leave it. Don't, you might get hurt and things might not work out the way you want. It will do anything to keep you in there. And a lot of people listen to that voice in their head and that's why they end up giving up on things that they've wanted or not doing anything at all, self-sabotaging, not going for the thing that they truly want when it's right in front of them. It happens all the time. And the problem is that a lot of the time we don't know what's happening and we don't know because we're not aware that it's our subconscious that's controlling it and it's actually these deep internal beliefs that are controlling all of our actions, thoughts and feelings. When you can understand that the reason why people self-sabotage, why you may be self-sabotaging is caused by your self-limiting beliefs deep within you. When you understand that, that's when you can begin to change it. And the way to do that is to change these self-limiting beliefs. It is to figure out what belief you have inside you that is not working for you in this day and age and fix it. This is an example I always really like to use because I think it makes everything feel a lot clearer and make more sense. So have you ever been in a supermarket and there's been a child who is wanting something and their parents are saying no? And rather than the child accept it, they start to whinge a bit more and then they start to beg. And with every no, they get louder and louder and louder until they're throwing a full-blown tantrum in the supermarket. And it gets to the point where the parents are so embarrassed or just so fed up, they're like, okay, fine, just have it. There you go. Let me tell you, I have been around this a lot. Well, this experience has taught this child that if I shout loud enough and if I scream and bang and cause enough of a scene, I will get what I want. That is something that their subconscious will learn and it will create this self-image of them um, based on this experience. And that's all right because most people will grow out of it and mature, but there are some who still follow this rule. And my examples of this are if you've ever been around a grown man or woman who in work or just wherever, whether it's a relationship that you've been in, whenever you've either ended it or something bad has happened in work or whenever you're saying no, whenever you're delivering bad news or not agreeing with someone, rather than them talk to you in a mature, calm, peaceful way they end up going crazy or if you're trying to get your point across and someone's not seeing it or they just refuse to, their voice gets louder and louder and louder until they're screaming and shouting at you and then throwing tantrums. If you've ever been around anyone like that, I'm willing to bet money that when they were younger, they threw tantrums like that and eventually their parents gave in because it's a trait that they've learnt and one that they haven't changed. It's a core belief about themselves the louder I scream or the more of a tantrum I throw, 
I will eventually get what I want if I keep going. That's why sometimes when you're trying to talk to someone, no matter how much you try to speak to them and be clear with them, they will never ever understand and they'll never take on what you're saying because they haven't learned to do that. They are not emotionally grown enough to accept anything like that on a level because they're so used to getting what they want whenever they shout loud enough. But also at the same time, this belief that this person has is self-sabotaging them because then their work relationships or their personal relationships might not go as well as they'd hoped. And if this person continues to be like that without changing this deep core belief about themselves, then they will continue to sabotage their relationships going forward. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that just explains it so much clearer. And that's just one example of a self-limiting belief. Another very common one is I am a failure or I never, I never get the best or I never get what I want. These self-limiting beliefs are really harmful if they're so deep and so strong within you because no matter what you try to do on a conscious level, something will always stop you. Something's going to hold you back and make you self-sabotage and make you not do the thing you really want. For years, I had severe low self-esteem and I had a deep-rooted self-limiting belief that I wasn't good enough and that I didn't deserve to be happy. And this belief really affected me when it came to relationships. I would date people that were really not worthy, that would treat me very, very poorly. And looking back, it's, it's I can't believe I did it. I can't believe I put myself through it. But at the time, I didn't know I deserved better and I didn't believe I deserved better. So no matter what I thought, even if deep down inside I kind of knew that I wanted to be treated better, I I struggled to walk away from these relationships. And no matter, no matter how many times my friends said to me, you can do better than this, you deserve so much more, until I could change what was going on inside, their words didn't mean anything. And I don't mean that in a way that I disregarded them, but I just couldn't believe them for myself. And it was because my belief that I wasn't deserving of happiness and I wasn't good enough was so strong that it it cancelled out everything else. It cancelled out anything else anyone can tell you. And that's why a lot of people say that no one on the outside can tell you what to do or help change you or help make you happy. You have to feel it on the inside. Because if you don't and what you feel on the inside is negative and is self-limiting, then it's going to affect everything you do on the outside. That example I always go back to because it happened for so long and it wasn't until I changed what I believed about myself, I changed the self-image I had and I was no longer Suzanne who didn't deserve to be happy or wasn't good enough. I became someone who knew my own worth and felt confident in who I was as a person on the inside and the outside. That was when I was able to raise my standards and not go for people who didn't deserve me. Because this is the thing, on a level I was choosing, deliberately choosing these people to date because they were in line with what I believed about myself. They treated me poorly because I didn't deserve better or didn't feel like I deserved better. And the only way that you can meet someone or have experiences that you want to have that make you feel good is if you believe deep down that you can have it and that you are worthy of it. 
Nothing can really change until you change these beliefs. If you've been trying to do something and you you find it's not working, you're trying to make changes in your life and they're not working and you're still going and repeating the same patterns over and over again, have a think about why you're limiting yourself. What is holding you back? What do you believe about yourself? What is causing you to make decisions that go against what you really, really want? When you can establish that, when you can pinpoint what it is, what the root cause is, what's caused it, that's when you'll be able to change it. Remember that the subconscious has built up this image of you based on experience you had as a child. They're completely out of date now. What you wanted as a child is not going to be the exact same as what you want now. So what you have to do in order to become the person that you want to and achieve the things that you want is to change these beliefs and get them up to speed and in line with what you want today. If you want to change your external world, you have to get your internal beliefs to match the external world that you want to be part of. In other words, if your internal beliefs right now and your internal image of yourself do not match who you want to become, then you're going to make it a lot harder. Change the inside and watch the outside world change. I promise you, you will not regret it. I have been on this journey for a couple of years now and the changes are unbelievable. When I look back to the person that I used to be, I can't believe that was, that was, that was me. I cannot believe it. And it's not just me that notices, it's my friends as well. So if you can find a way to do that, you are going to notice a big change in yourself. And you're also going to notice a change in your life and people around you are going to notice it. It's going to make you feel amazing. And you're going to stop getting in your own way. Remember, you deserve to be happy and you deserve to have the things you want. You just have to believe it. Thank you so much for listening to the Level Up Mindset podcast. I hope that you did enjoy this episode. If you want any more help when it comes to your self-development journey, I'll leave the links to my books below. Also, tune in next week where I share with you a meditation which will help to start change your self-limiting beliefs for you. Meditation is something I'm a big, big fan of. It has made such a difference to how I feel and how I bring myself into a high vibrational energy as well. So feel free to check that out and I can't wait to see you in next week's episodes. Take care guys, sending you all my love. Mm-hmm.